So you got some kind of an email I you did. to read today? You, 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 you have a must to read this email? Well, here's the thing. I wanted drivers to know they're being thought of in such a great way. Okay. So it wasn't like hate mail or anything like that? No, 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 no. I don't get hate mail. <laughs> I get hate stuff, but I not hate mail. Was, that was for me. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. So you, so you have an email, a nice letter from, is he a trucker or is he... He's not. He's not a trucker. Um, I'm going to read you his emails just so that you can get the gist of, of, of who this guy is. So he sent, he sent this email to you, obviously. Mm-hmm. He sent me the email, and it says, Hello, you guys. Can I go by Rio? And I felt like saying, yes, yes, you may. So his name is Rio? His name is Rio. His Her email. name is Rio. And it's not Duran Duran. But I am laughing because he goes by Rio, but his email says, Squishy Rio. And I thought it was pretty darn cute. So Squishy Rio. Squishy Rio. So Rio says, I just found you guys, your guys' podcast. The only bad thing is that I barely found out about you guys. LOL. You guys have a really awesome show. I just listened to the latest Truckers Can't Find a Spot to Eat and the Companies Not to Work For. I'm wanting to dip my toes into the CDL world. I kind of want to com- quit from where I'm working. I felt it when you guys said about the sucking on picking up the slack from people not wanting to work because they're scared of the cuff. <laughs> the cuff. The cuff. The COVID. Uh, I, I believe that's what hey, he's. Okay. Some of his. He is from America. He he is he okay, is. I'm he's, just making sure. He's from he he's from the West. Um, I'm gonna guess somewhere. Um, he actually, I thought he stated where he was, but he's originally from like the Pacific. Northwest. Okay, so now I understand. Yeah. He's from the West Coast. Yeah. We're Easters. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Some of his some of the words I think it's just like he might have fat fingered a, a word or two, so some of the words aren't quite clear, but you know, we all got the understanding. Okay. So he works at a slaughterhouse. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Is it a, a beef house or a he just yeah, it's a beef. Nice. So, I wonder which one he works at. See, I, I, I'm I'm I know a company right now that slaughters 52,000 cattle every morning. I'm serious. They're number two in America. Well, this is the Pacific Northwest. Wow. So it's interesting when you hear these stories, they mm-hmm. try to stick those. I don't mean to, to take you off on a different rabbit trail here. Yeah. But it's interesting what, what I've learned about most of your slaughterhouses. They keep them out in the middle of nowhere because of protesters. Seriously, they, they literally keep it out in farmland to where farmers can be, you know, transporting them in. It's more convenient. But it also keeps the protesters away when they've got to travel, you know what I mean, hundreds and hundreds of miles on back roads to get there. But mm-hmm. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, he just went about saying, you know, that what he's been seeing is that, you know, that they don't have enough people working right now to for the supply and demand type of situation, you know, doing where he's at. He should have 10 to 12 people, and they only got like 6 to 7. So they're experiencing it too. But my wife and I really show a thanks to truckers for their hard work because we can see how the supply chain needs truckers for everything outside of truck stops, like our two nearest lubs. The side we had randomly on weekends set up small taco torta spots just came, just carne asada, it's beef, you know. Mm-hmm. We're making breakfast burritos or breakfast sandwich. So what they're trying to do in the gist of it all is give drivers, you know, when they have the opportunity to spend the time out there, go to these um, outside of these truck stop areas and give the drivers some food. Really? Yeah. 
They, 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 he says. So, so it's just him and his. Yeah. He said they're trying to make some stir fry, maybe some hamburgers, hot dogs, tacos, sometimes chili with big pieces of cornbread. And, and for everyone else that would be interested to, you know, to just try and stop this divide thing that's been going on. We're all American. That's what he says. Yeah. So I told him how great I thought that was. I wanted to get a picture of him, put him on the show, but he said his wife's a little bit self-conscious, doesn't want to get her picture taken, you know, and he's afraid to say, yeah, we'll be in this area because, you know, they never know what, the, what their situations are. But what they're trying to do is, is outside of truck stops, the two, two loves up in the Pacific Northwest, which I'm not sure where they're at, but when Rio hears this, maybe he'll let me know some more information. He just wants to say thanks to truck drivers for helping out as much as they do supplying food and, 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 and all the different merchandise that we need on a daily basis. Well, that is really cool. You know what? That is so neat when people really come together and, you know, he's, he's not a trucker, Mm-mm. but he likes, I mean, you know, some places like I've actually been to when I was a driver, I've pulled into like rest areas and people had like coffee like big coffee, um, those urns, coffee urns. Yeah, set up and were, you know, for guys at like two, three in the morning, they're like, "Hey, listen, we got this set up for drivers. Come on over here and just have a coffee. Take yourself fifteen minutes, and you know, if you're if you're tired, take a nap. Just mm-hmm. encouraging everybody to stay awake on the road. It was really, it's 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 awesome when it's not only bad news. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of what what Rio wants to get out there is, hey, we 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 like you. He even says that you know. Just set up at random rest areas, like you were just saying, it's kind of funny. I don't know if you guys have heard of fry bread, but it's a type of thing that has to be made on the spot because it's way better and fresh. And people's are all with a super confused look on their faces when he says, you know, making the fresh bread. But it sounds like it's delicious. All I know is he made me hungry when I was reading these, and I would love to try his his food one day. But that's wow, that is that is like. Super cool. Mm-hmm. And so, thank you. What's his name again? Rio? He goes by Rio, but it's Squishy Rio. Squishy Rio. Squishy Rio from the Pacific Northwest. I'd love to know how he got the name Squishy Rio. I have no idea. He works in a slaughterhouse, so I, I can't. I, I can't. wonder if it's from, you know, when you're walking in the guts and stuff. Squish, squish, oh, that squish, was just squish, gross, squish, babe. Squish. That, that I don't was, know. That just... was gross. His, his wife is um, uh, Native American, y- Yakamana and... Uh, Apache. So I'm wondering if maybe he's got some of that because from the Pacific Northwest, maybe he has some of the same ethnic ethnicity as she does, where cool. it might be, I don't know, he's talking about tacos and stuff. So I'm thinking so, more Spanish. And, and again, remind me, where is he usually set up doing this stuff? He just said there's two loves outside of his area. And um, he doesn't say expe- specifically where. Yeah. So maybe he'll let me know where so that when he is set up. If we don't have enough time to put it out there that, hey, he's setting up right now that, you know, we can at least get some drivers that might be able to say, hey, I think I just met your your friend Rio. That would be super that cool. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. Um, wow. So are we are we done with that? Moving on? Moving on. I have a, an email also I'd like to read. You know, it, maybe this is kind of email day. Show and tell or whatever. <laughs> okay. Dear Troy, you are an asshole. I wish you would die. Oh, no, that's... That's that's, <laughs> that's that hate mail you were talking about, wasn't it? <laughs> no. no. No, listen to this. I, I actually got... Shoot, that mail got through. <laughs> I actually... You said it? I didn't realize uh-huh. I hit the send button. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I was just venting. Uh, that's funny. 
Thanks, honey. I love you. Okay. No, I, actually, I did. I got a, I got a, a, a message. Actually, it came on the Facebook Messenger. And so I get a lot of messages on Facebook. Um, but this is a really cool one. There's a, a podcast out there. It's called, I think it's called Just Another Podcast or Just Another Trucking Podcast. But they're in England. They're, you know, across the pond. Mm-hmm. And so one of the hosts, Tom Burkett, his name is. Here's what he says. He says, now then, I can, I can only imagine him with that accent. Now then. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of hard sometimes when you try and listen to them. Now then, mm-hmm. pip, pip. Yeah. Listen up. Uh, no, so now then he says, I'm Tom, one of the hosts of Just Another Trucking Podcast, a British comedy trucking podcast. And I was wondering if you would be interested in collab- in a collaboration. Of course, I, of course we would. Uh, he says, um, our listeners are always interested to hear what our brothers across the water think. If you are interested, get back to me. So we went back and forth, and we decided, yeah, we're going to, like, here in the, near, in the near future, we're going to bring them on our show, and we're going to go on their show. That would be cool. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. It's, I listened to their show. They're actually, they really got good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a nice podcast. They're, it's a comedy. It's all about trucking. And uh, if you guys look for it, it's not that hard to find. It's called... Just another trucking podcast. So look for us to be on the show. We'll 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 kind of promote that when we get on the show and hopefully it goes go goes good. Oh yeah. Of course it will go good. Of course it will go good. Of course. Um Ruthann, how about we mention a sponsor? How about national carriers? Okay. Can we do that? Yeah, we I think for, we forgot good. about it. Normally we do it in the beginning. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, j- let, let, me j- let me just mention national, national Carriers, honestly, a beautiful reefer trucking company in Irving, Texas. Uh, very mid-sized company, I think, uh, under 500 company trucks and 100 cattle trucks. Looking to hire some drivers if you're a student, if you're a team, a solo, if you're a company driver, or you want a lease purchase deal, Call them at 888-311-7076. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Again, that's 888-311-7076. And they got some really nice regional runs also. They got a lot. They got something for everybody. Yep. Okay. Um, should we move on? Moving on. Moving on. Um, there's, there's like so much to talk about in trucking. You know, I, I, I was... Uh, 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 no, I'm uh, serious. Uh, uh, <laughs> but when when you were before you came in the studio, right? I'm sitting here, and you know me in videos, right? He uh, watches them all the time. Well, we produced how many videos? So you know, I'm always looking for craziness. And Fox News, believe it or not, um, if so, if y'all want to see it, see the actual video. I recommend watching this video. I mean, I've seen, and this is about an Amtrak train nailing a tractor trailer. I mean, nailing it. The trucker lives. It even says that the trucker and his dog were shooken up. Four people on the actual train because it derailed. You know how fast an Amtrak goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here are the guy. Here, are the, it's a car hauler. Now, car haulers are. The Amtrak was a car hauler, or no, the no, tractor. No, the tractor trailer. Okay. The okay. trailer was a. It was. A, it was a car hauler. It was a parking lot, and he got stuck on the railroad. You see, now the video picks up where. The, um, uh, what are they ding, called? Ding, 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 ding. Not the ding, 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 the gates, you know, okay. the, 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 the stop gates or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. They, they're on top of the truck, obviously. So I don't know. Did oh, he, he tried to beat it. Well, I don't know. 
it sounds see, like. See, now, and I will tell you, see, this is what I wanted to say. I couldn't tell you how many truckers keep getting hit by trains after 10 million videos showing truckers getting hit by trains. It's, it's, it's like you would think no trucker would ever take a chance. Now, I don't know. I can't judge this one because the video picks up with the gate on top. Now, what could have happened was because, you know, a, a car hauler, their trailer is low. It's predominantly low to mm-hmm. begin with because mm-hmm. they have the cars on the on the lower end and then they got to stack cars above it. Mm-hmm. So they're built really like like almost like a belly box. It's it's inches off the ground. I would think, just me personally, if you got again, I'm not trying to pick on the driver, but I remember when I used to haul for Elderlight and I had that casket trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, that casket trailer had a belly box underneath it. Mm-hmm. It's, so when every casket was wrapped in pads, and they were heavy-duty pads. Mm-hmm. And so what would happen is, after you delivered your caskets, you had to store the um, blankets in the belly, because there was that many of them, sometimes a uh, hundred and some blankets, and they're thick, so there was no room for them in the trailer because you were going to get a backhaul. Okay. So it happened to me one time, I was at um, there's a a super a super Walmart in uh, West Memphis, Tennessee, or no West Memphis, Arkansas. Okay, it's where a famous Arkansas. Shoot- yeah, it's where a famous shootout was actually. That's another story. Okay. So, anyways, I was at the super Walmart. I forget what I was getting, right? And there was like truck parking on the side where tractor trailers park at this Walmart. And so I went in the store, got my thing, and then I pulled out on the side road. And if, if, if any driver that's been there understands the road I'm talking about, on the side where you go to pull out, you pull up to a stop sign, and then there's like this, like a, a hump. hump. Well, I mean, you have to pull up. On, it's almost like you're pulling up onto a road from the road, and it goes from like a steep grade to flat. Well, my belly box got caught. And really? The, I'm, yeah, I was like... I'm spinning. I put it, I put the interlocks in and I'm stuck. So finally I just put it in reverse and caught just enough of the um, pavement to be able to get myself out of it. And then what I did was I, I realized I looked on the angle of the, of the road and I realized, well, if I just come at it on a really crazy angle into the oncoming, it was just a little side road. Anyways, I, I can get up over it without, getting hung up mm-hmm. okay well my point is this if right. you're a, if you're a car hauler you should know your trailer and when you look i mean i'm just saying you should be able to look at railroad tracks and go "Ooh, i might get hung up on them i think i think not only that but i think it's most of your railroad track areas now have it to where you don't even feel the bumping you know what i mean that's down into the grooves at the road not this one well I'm not saying that when I said a lot of them now, mm-hmm. but the thing that gets me though is I know what you're saying as far as them being low, but I don't think that they're, that's an old fashioned one. Oh, I know. That's what Wait, I'm saying. It's, it's is that there. just, is that just where the accident ended though? Or is that where? That's one of the vehicles. When, when he hit the trailer, when that Amtrak hit the tractor trailer, the cars went sailing in the air. Yeah. Like that's little down rag, the road. Like little rag dolls. Well, that's the Amtrak. Right there on the thingy. So I think that's the back of the Amtrak. He got stopped. But the bottom line is, and again, I'm not finding fault with the driver. The only thing that I would 
The only fault, because I can't say, okay, he tried to beat the thingy. He, the gates. The gates. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know that because he might have gotten stuck 10 minutes ago. And then all of a sudden, bad timing, ding, 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 mm. here comes the train. He didn't get so off we can't, it fast we, enough. We can't, we can't claim, unless somebody has dash cam video, especially himself, you can't say, okay, he tried to beat the train. That's not something I, the video clearly shows. But to me, what it does show is high train, tr- high train tracks sticking up pretty good. And therefore, somebody that carries a low trailer should already know that kind of stuff can hang you up. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not picking on them. I'm just saying that's something that I learned my lesson real fast when I got stuck on that little road. Mm-hmm. I learned whenever I was in areas where I had to you know, come to a stop sign or a road and then go over something, mm-hmm. boom. I, I was like, whoo, I better, I better, you know, approach it differently on an angle anyways yeah no i i I see what you're saying but i don't know i think he was trying to beat them but let's talk about a sponsor jj keller so wait so (laughs) (laughs) okay so you're just running right through there so what you're saying is you want to move on yeah Yeah. okay so you want to mention a sponsor yeah jj keller go ahead they're the trucker's secretary i coined that by the way it's all you go for it so they are there for you for everything that you need Give them a call, 888-601-2017. If you are starting your own business, you need any of your information filed. If you have questions even on what to do, give them a call. They'll there. Yes, please call our sponsors. I mean that sincerely. We love it when the sponsors tell us that they're getting phone calls. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, they're hearing about. In fact, I love it when they hear, when we hear that they, you know, the truck drivers called them from the show. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. so, and again, JJ Keller's number is 888-601-2017. Did you know it's been four years since Tesla was unveiled, the semi? This, you know what's funny? I was just looking at, you say you, Tesla's all battery operated. Right. And, you know, I've been like, I, I don't get me wrong. Battery operated is pretty cool. But like for, I'll give you an example. Lawnmowers, right? They're selling those Royal OBs and everything that are battery operated. You look at the reviews, they're like the worst. It, all the battery operated lawnmower reviews are like two stars. So, and that's because they don't last. You, you can't even cut your whole yard without having to charge. Well, that's why Tesla just made a bigger battery. Yeah. But I, 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 the main reason I brought this up is mm-hmm. because, you know, the goofy names, it's just funny. So... They came out with the, quote, mega charger that's now being deployed at their gigafactory. I mean, what? come on, just say human words. Don't, don't be all the mega battery. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Mega charger that's being deployed at the gigafactory well, in Nevada. To, I'm trying to think what cartoon used <laughs> those phrases. Elon Musk. <laughs> that's who made it. I know, but it's kind of funny the way that came out, the gigafactory. Yeah. So the company's semi-trucks and the promise to juice up their batteries in just 30 minutes. Finally, we are closer to seeing how this will be done after reports emerged of the mega charger being deployed at the gigafactory in Nevada with a higher battery pack and the need to travel long distances than family cars, Tesla semi-trucks can hardly rely on the extensive supercharger network. They need a much bigger charger. Duh. 
And if we go by Musk's word during the unveiling of the semi, they would be powered not by fossil fuels, but the solar energy. So the world has waited with bated breath to see how Musk is going to pull this off. Okay. So their charges are called mega chargers. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny the way that's working out. There was an article in the trucker um, this week. If you wanted to go over and look at it, it's titled Freightliners battery electric fleets reach 1 million miles. So, so they're, theirs are going 1 million because... Well, not their truck, their uh, fleet. Oh, their fleet. Right. It's not saying a truck just hit a million miles. What it's saying is the fleets, they've got, I don't know, 40 or 50 trucks they're testing. Um, here, it says com- uh, comprised of more than 40 battery electric Freightliner E-Cascadias and EM2s. Not from the Gigafactory. Doesn't say that. Just kidding. Uh, the Freightliner Electric Innovation and CX fleets have transformed the testing process by putting trucks into the hands of almost 50 customers to accumulate experience while performing real work. I had a feeling that's what they were going to do. I mean, that's really, you've got to just go to like Cisco and all those companies. If even it mentions them, Schneider, uh, Swift, Hub Group, XPO, Ryder, JB Hunt, UPS, along with specialized fleets, uh, Loblo companies, Cisco, Edison, Fast and all, all these customers that are, you know, I, I would imagine they're free testing. I remember delivering a whole tractor trailer load of lawnmowers down here to Florida like 20 some years ago. And I remember coming back to pick them up, and it was to the sod farms. So they were, like, testing MTD tractors and all these tractors, and it was all free to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering if these these companies, like like Cisco and Schneider and all these guys, is Freightliner just giving them this for a test? I would, I would almost bet that they are. It's free testing. I mean, yeah. because they need – let me tell you something. There's no way that these guys – can have any success unless trucking companies test them out. And then what they're doing, it, it says they're testing them for long life. Like you just said, Tesla realized what? It needs a bigger battery. Yeah. In fact, I think that's been everybody's big thing. I mean, everybody that I talk to, the first thing, even guys that aren't experts are saying, I hope they have a big enough battery. Well, here's, here's a question. If you're going to go about 400 miles, right? how many hours is that? Um, I mean, technically, probably seven. I don't know. Okay, because that's what it's trying to say is in its, its wording here. And, and, and they worded it really fishy. But it said, um, the mega charges reportedly after the IMW output, these charges would deliver and provide a range of 400 miles in just 30 minutes. What? That's how they worded it. But what I well, after I that, yeah. after I thought of it for a while, I'm wondering if they're meaning okay, it takes 30 minutes to charge it, then it will give you 400 miles. Then you have to plug it back in and charge it again for 30 minutes, and then go another 400. That's what I'm getting 30 from 30 minutes. Thir- oh, a 30 minute charge to go that's, 400 miles. That's yeah, what I'm thinking because there's no way, no way they can drive 400 so tes- miles in so 30 Tesla minutes. So Tesla has a 400 mile range on their that's, battery. That's what the, the mega charger is trying to do. See, because I. When I the last I read, they were reaching around two to two fifty, which would be really the equivalent of a local carrier. See, local trucks drive anywhere from a hundred to two hundred miles on average in a day, and then you know they would need to be charged. But it's kind of interesting how you're saying Tesla is it is it is that under 
Is that pu- pulling an 80,000-pound load? It you really know, hasn't. You know, total combined? It hasn't even said any of that because they're still trying to do... Basically, it sounds like he's 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 pumping it up before he has the backing. So he's putting his truck before the horse. <laughs> so it's, it just basically says, unfortunately, the sneak peek of the mega charger being installed at the Giga factory in Nevada reveals very little we can see. So. Okay. Well, you know, again, I'm very skeptical in my reading, Ruth Ann, what, what I, I, I just need that, by the way. That's all what I wrote down. Anyway, so um, what I, I'm very skeptical. I'll tell you one of the things that I read. They said we're committed to, you know, longevity and, and, and pleasing our customer right. and keeping cost, you know, keeping low cost. Right. Am I right or wrong when I ask? Remember when we were looking at hybrid Toyotas mm-hmm. and everything? Weren't they? Like more expensive than the gas vehicle? Yeah, they were more expensive than the gas, and then the battery was like what three or five thousand well, dollars, and that had to be replaced like every so many years. Right. But it was the the what they were trying to claim and push was the fact that you would save, even though you paid more up front, you saved on the gas, and then you got a really big tax break for going hybrid. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm I'm always skeptical, and the one thing that I'm very skeptical skept, skeptical about, and if you look back our entire lives, when somebody invents something, it's always better five years later. Of course. <laughs> you know, like like you the have to first get the bugs out. The first couple guys or first couple people that are test driving, I don't care what it is. It's like it even looks better two or three years later. The model, the first model looks kind of goofy mm-hmm. and then they even get better and better. See, to me, if I was a trucking company, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to wait till they've got a lot of miles tested out. Oh, yeah. That's I, would how look I, would at, I would look at it this way. You remember when um, there was a big article where the Tesla driver was doing something and his Tesla just ran right into the back of a tractor trailer because the tractor trailer was a light blue color, and the Tesla yeah. thought it was the sky. Yeah. So it went right, I mean, full beam, boom, right into the back of this well, truck. Well, it wasn't the back. It was the side. The right. trucker was the trucker was going across the road, and his, like you said, the side of his trailer was the same color as the sky, and the Tesla didn't recognize it, and he went through it and was killed. Right, and that was yeah. only, a, what, two, three years ago, maybe? Uh, well, it it wasn't been, that long ago. It might have been a little longer than that. You got to remember it don't, it don't matter how long. It just means that they're still working on those things because I wouldn't want to be the trucking company with 80,000 pounds being pulled with this, tr- this, this new um, battery operated tractor, especially one that when they say you don't need the driver and it's going and then all of a sudden it doesn't recognize something and it's going to go right through it. Like, I don't know, a train, you know, something that's deadly. And it's going to kill people because of it, you know? No, you don't do that. you got to pay attention. You've got to have the reflexes of a human being. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reading. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Tell not. me what you're reading, babe. Uh, you know what? Actually, I was looking over um, our, our last sponsor of the day here. And, and it's such a, a really cool one of our new sponsors I just want to mention them real quick. Just take a couple seconds. They're called Carter Lumber. 
And what's beautiful about this company is they have 166 locations, I think, east of the Mississippi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and every one of their jobs is home every day local. Full benefits, health, dental vision, uh, life insurance, disability, company match, 401k, PTO, sick time, paid holidays. You get everything with this company. They're in 13 different states, like I said, east of the Mississippi, 160. Odds are there's one near you. It sounds like it. I mean. 166 locations and all local openings. Give them a call. Give them a call, or actually, they they want you if you could. That's right. The website. Yeah, if you could go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL, and again, let them know you 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 found them through talk CDL. If you're looking for a local job, truck drivers, I think class A and B, um, call Carter Lumber or go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. And thank you very much for helping us out with our sponsors. We love it when you patronize them. Ruthann, we've got more stuff to talk about here. We do. And listen to this. I, I was reading this earlier. It's, it's, can can I do you, something real quick? Yeah, what do you got? Are you going to fart? <laughs> what are you going to no. do? Like you had that look on your face like, like I a guy say, has. I want to say a joke. It was like a concentration look. I want to say a joke. Okay, well, just say it. What is the difference between a hippo and a zippo? A hippo and a zippo? Mm-hmm. Tell me. One's... Heavy, and one's just a little lighter. <laughs> now, you know you what? You got to tell your kids that joke, guys. If, if they're smokers, <laughs> they get that. A Zippo lighter, I get it. Okay, that's cute. It's a good one. A Hippo and a Zippo, one's a little lighter. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. Okay. Do you remember a couple of years ago? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you remember a couple of years ago when that trucker came down that mountain in Colorado and that, that one guy was video, he was videoing and the trucker blew by him at like 5 million miles an hour. And they ended up crashing at the bottom into a bunch of cars, killed a bunch of people. It was like fiery. Here's a picture right here. Obviously the audience don't see it, but you can see it for a second. I don't know if you remember that it was insanity. And then, um, there was a big stink. He was going to be prosecuted and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Excuse me. Tell me. They just found him guilty. Yeah, of everything. It says jury finds truck. I got this off CDL Life. I'm just going to read you like a couple sentences, and then you guys go over to CDL Life and really check them out and let them know Talk CDL sent you over there. We have nothing to do with them as far as commercials, but they're definitely great people over at CDL Life, and the articles are amazing to read. Um, it says jury finds truck driver guilty on, on 27 counts for triggering fiery 28 uh, a 28-vehicle pileup that killed four. Um, it says a truck driver has been convicted on dozens of charges, including vehicular homicide for a major fatal pileup crash that occurred in Colorado in 2019. On Friday, it says his name is Raguel. He's from Texas. Raguel Lazaro Aguilara Maderos was found guilty on 27 charges, including four counts of vehicular homicide, six counts of first-degree assault, 10 counts of attempt to commit assault in the first degree, extreme indifference, two counts of vehicular assault, reckless, one count of reckless driving, and four counts of careless driving causing death. Do you know, honestly, and he had pled not guilty, um, 
It doesn't really. Why s- does, it, does it say what happened? Like, well, he re- he reached speeds up, up to eighty five miles an hour coming down this mountain. But did it say why he was I don't, speeding like that? I mean, my gosh. I, I it doesn't say what happened. What what his claim was, but what it it does say is that. You know, he was coming down this mountain reckless. And here's really what it comes down to. Now, I don't know what kind of experience this guy had, but I was actually just reading up on, I was trying to find some good articles on like the steepest passes, like Donner Pass and Sandstone and all that stuff. And the this came up, and one of the things I was reading that some of the articles were saying, you know, before you go down a mountain as a trucker, mm-hmm. And see, before you go down a mountain, you need to be in a lower gear. You don't want to go down that mountain in a higher gear. Right. Especially a five, six, seven, eight, nine mile mountain. Yeah, but the grade is like, you I mean, want, I don't think I even go down a car, down a mountain in a car at 885. Right. You don't want to use your, I mean, you want to use your Jake brake. And you want to, you want to brake right. You want to get down there. You want to watch for your wheel smoking. And, the, and one of the other advices that they said was, be sure you're at the bottom. Because I'll be honest with you, yeah, because sometimes you don't know. I got it. It took me a minute, but I, I got it. Yeah, sometimes you're not at the bottom. There's a little hill to go over, and, and there's more another, to come down. Yeah. Or sometimes the grade isn't leveled out yet, and you're still coming down. And it says before, to go in, before you go into a higher gear, make sure you're in you know, at the bottom. It's really great advice in this article. You know, it reminded me of a quick story. I, uh, I was trucking and I was in Pennsylvania at the time. And you know where, um, Carabas or not Carabas, but, uh, what's it called? Cabela's is there in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. It's which where it's right off of interstate 78 and highway 61. There's a Wendy's there. And I don't know if it's still a big dirt field there, but you used to be able to just pull in. I don't know. I would say it probably is not anymore. Well, you used to be able to pull in, go in and get some burgers, whatever. I had gone in, got some food, and I was coming out to my rig, and there was a guy just sitting there on his steps, his step on the passenger side. To go up side. to his door? Yeah. And and uh, he just looked, the, the look on his face was of the most concern. I was compelled to ask him if he was okay. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, I just got my CDL, and this is my first trip on my own, and I have to go up to Scranton. And he was going to be going up the Northeast Extension, which is the turnpike to go up. And there's some really good, there's some good inclines on that hill. Nothing major, but for somebody that's never done it before, it's major. Mm-hmm. And he was actually considering getting a ride to the airport and quitting trucking. Aw. I know, man. I felt bad for the guy. I tried to give him some confidence, you know, and I don't know whatever happened to him, but he was deathly afraid. And, you know, in my years, I've met a lot of truckers that don't want to go up into the Rockies and the steep mountains. They don't want to be going down those kind of grades. Truthfully. Mm-hmm. So you ask, I don't know what happened with this trucker. Well, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I'm not his judge, but I do know that you got the CDL in your pocket. You passed the test. You're responsible for that 80,000 pounds. And if you come barreling down a mountain like he did 
and kill a bunch of people, there's there's a price to pay. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what his price is going to be, but, you know, I would imagine, you know, and it didn't say whether he was sober intoxicated, so I don't know that. Um, so that's what I was trying to find I don't, out I don't, how he was men- medically, you I know, don't, or yeah. the the mechanically what was up with the truck. Yeah, I don't think he was. But I would say this. I'd say he's going to go to prison for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what he, wh- wh- you know, I just seen another article where a guy that killed a couple people with a track trailer was sentenced to 27 years and he was a young kid because mm-hmm. he was DUI. Mm-hmm. This guy here, he was just reckless. I don't know what, I have no idea how they're going to, how hard the book is going to be thrown at him, but he's definitely mm-hmm. going to do a significant amount of time. Four, pe- four people lost their lives. Yeah. So, and that's it. That's all I want to talk about as far as that. Yeah. So anyways, do you have the word of the day? I do. You do? I do. What is the word of the day? It's something that was interesting when I seen it the other day. I think I, I think I actually showed you it. So this is the word of the day from the other day? Is that what you just said? <laughs> I did. So you're giving I us... Can, the, I, can give you're, you the, you're, I can give you two. So you're giving us the word of the other day? Yeah. Okay. So this, this is from Friday. Okay. So you must like the word. I, I it, was, it was definitely interesting, but I can still give a second one oh, from that's right. today. Ready? Zymergy. Zymergy? Yep. Zymergy. Z-Y? Zymergy. Zymergy. Z-Y-M-U-R-G-Y. What's it mean? The study or practice of fermentation in brewing, winemaking, or distilling. Really? Yep. Wow. The yep. study or practice of making wine or distilling. Fermentation. Fermentation. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very good. So Do you have another quick word? If not, we are rolling. Yeah. I just got to open it up. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. You got it? Just got to go through the stages. Winnow. Winnow. Winnow? Winnow. W-I-N-N-O? Exactly. I'm getting smarter. Autocorrect has made me smarter. It did. <laughs> it really has. And then you hear him complain Don't about it. Don't you hate it. that, though, when you send a message <laughs> to somebody? Like, I, I, I think it, the other day I said, I forget what it was. I said, I sent, I sent this to you, right? And I look up and it goes, I sexed S-E-X. And it was to a man. I'm like, I sexed to you. But I, I, I had told him I sent him something. Mm-hmm. And autocorrect made it the word sex. And then I look at it and I go, oh, autocorrect, dumb finger, sorry, sent, not sex. And it was like, so autocorrect sometimes make me look stupid. Well, what's really bad is when you go and you go to send it. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at it, and it's like, okay, it's right. And as soon as you go to hit send, it literally changes the word. It's done that to me, and I'm like looking at like, why did you just do that? Now I've got to go and be a stupid fool and try and fix it all quick. Yeah. I hate that. All that's right. that's the worst. But winnow is to remove people or things from a group until only the best ones are left. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.